Dante Greco. Dante is a really smart guy. Ladies love Dante. I Dante Greco. Dante was me, yours truly. I'm gonna come. Come one, come all. Come everywhere. Hi, guys. Welcome to the Dante Greco Show. I'm Dante Greco. This is my co host, Evie Mattavelli, my fiance as well. Happy Sunday, fun day. We're having fun. We're going to do a show. Doesn't get more fun than that. It's a beautiful sunny day, and we're going to do a show indoors. Because there's really, I, I'm being serious when I say I would not want to be doing anything else than creating content right now. Wow, that's so romantic. I think as your audience, I will speak for them. Probably, people are probably feeling like, wow, that's talk, talk uh, sweet to me, babe. No, I'm just saying life is a waste of time if you're not creating content and monetizing out of it. Wow, Satin Dillon. <laughs> That's just the way it is these days. No, it really is. That's so funny. It's interesting because like there's very limited things to do. Like when you're just like uh, hanging out in Los Angeles, we did something outdoors yesterday. Went to the museum. Right. We went to the Getty, and it's it's on my TikTok. I put a nice little video compilation. Maybe I'll put it up on the YouTube also. We just went really quickly. It took forever to get there because the train was broken for the first time in ever there, and I never seen the train broken. Um, and then took forever to get up there and the mu museum was very busy. And then Dante wanted to come home, come home early so we can watch the Lakers, uh, in a bar and the bar food as usual was disappointing. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's okay. They took our favorite item off the menu, but that's okay. The thing I is when that happens when they like you, you really love something. You're living in the neighborhood for like seven plus years and they suddenly take your favorite thing out of the menu. Like. That's so like, it's, it's, it's a bad move. But getting back to what you're saying, it's limited to what we can do because we're on a drinking break. That's why we're drinking Klaus Haller, the Klaus beer Haller. of sober Germans. Uh, we're on our, <laughs> if there is such a thing. <laughs> yeah, we're on our drinking break still uh, until they overthrow the patriarchy. And so there's really nothing to do in L.A., if you're on a drinking break, if there's not some comedians that you want to see at the comedy store, or the improv, if there's not a basketball game to go to, if there's not a good movie out and you don't want to hike, there's literally nothing to do. Like, I, I think like the thing is the weather is beautiful and sunny, but it's still very windy and cold to go to the beach around this time of the year, like last year. We will go like on beach dates. It's super fun. Like we will work out in the morning and then in the afternoon we'll like go to the beach like that time between noonish, 1 p.m., stay there until 3, and then we hit our favorite spots in the Palisades. Then it's like a chill evening because like after swimming all day, there's really nothing you can do because you're like exhausted. So we'll buy a, a bottle of champagne and just chill and watch our shows at the time. Yeah. So now we're here like in what, May? And it's still cold. It's sunny, but it's cold. It's not warm enough to go to the beach. Right, exactly. All right, so that's our lives. Let's get into uh, everyone else's, specifically the royal family. Yesterday. Ooh. Yesterday. We watched yesterday parts of it. They had a coronation for a man named Charles. All right, so King Charles was finally coronated. They coronated all over him. And um, 
It was playing here at 2 a.m. It started, coverage started at 2 a.m. West Coast time. There was no way we were going to get up for that. So we watched the replay. We're not British enough to do that. Yeah, technically, I shouldn't even like this as an American. I know we're allies, but I we, we fought to get out from under this. So I shouldn't be watching. But okay, Mega Marco. I did. She's the last American revolutionary. You know, I said that a long time ago. She went in there, secret agent, overthrew, started doing her part to tear apart the monarchy. And you know what? She might succeed. Oh, my God. So anyways, King Charles, as he's now known, no longer prince. This guy was a prince for 73 years. But you know wow. what? He made it longer than Prince the Artist as a prince. He's been dead for six years. Okay. Okay, guys. It was his crowning moment. He finally made it. Wouldn't it be funny if he died like next year? Oh, my. It would not, <laughs> not be not, not, I mean, no offense to my British subjects, but he waited been. so long and then he just dies. I mean, his mom, like. But, I think she could outlive, like she probably outlived most people in her generation. Yeah. There's a picture of her, Marilyn Monroe. They were about the same age, uh, and it's crazy. Marilyn Mo- that Monroe died. Most people in that picture is dead, and she she was still going on. So I guess I don't know. The queen seems to be very. She was very healthy and sturdy. I hope he has a queen like reign. You know, I hope he's got another twenty years in him. Yeah. Um, but what if it's like a thing? Remember how? Uh, Pope Ratzinger, the the German Pope, which again, get your Klaus Taller description, uh, you know, link in the description, Amazon affiliate, um, the German Pope who had to resign. And then we got the new one, Pope Francis, you know, normally you would go like 30, 40 years without a different Pope. Is this going to be a repeat, a popish repeat in the monarchy? I don't think so. I think like he waited all his life. Apparently he's been re- rehearsing this since he was like in his 40s or something. Yeah. Uh, I think he's been looking forward to it. The only thing I think probably left a bad taste in people's mouth was Camilla. I think that people really, you know, because Camilla was his lover and she was very, she's very disliked by the British but media. You know what? I think that the Camilla controversy oh. was from like, 25 years ago when diana was alive and i bet the new generation doesn't even know about no the newer generation i'm pretty sure they don't even know who she they is. don't even care they're like oh yeah the old camilla she's been there the whole time and megan has taken away a lot of the ire of the uh public you know it's true people hate megan now it's like we love camilla because f megan uh here's an interesting question now this okay. is something a story i want to talk about later in the show mm-hmm. but Billionaire Peter Thiel, founder of PayPal, and uh, you know, what did he do? Um, he wrote that book that every every business person reads, Zero oh, to One. Zero, no, 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 not who moved my cheese. Um, zero to One, major equity, you know, major uh, venture capitalist. Uh, he is saying that he wants to freeze his body when he dies, so that one day in the future they can wake him up. And then, you know, good luck getting that money back from the future people. Okay, so here's my question. Okay. King Charles waited his entire life to become the king. Is he legally allowed to freeze his corpse and have it be brought back in the future when that is doable and then resume the throne? But what if, like, is this his great great son or, or 
grandson or yeah. granddaughter is the the queen i don't think they wanted that I no 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 not gonna... they're not gonna want that but what if he's like listen this is in my will i am giving it up i'm giving up the ghost for as long as it takes but in like 50, 100 years, whatever, uh-huh. you're going to unfreeze me. And whoever is on the throne will have to step aside and let me sit back down. I don't think he can do that. I We need somebody who's an expert expert in uh, the monarchy to answer this important question. Please DM me. Can King Charles freeze his dead body and come back in the uh, hopefully not too distant I don't future? Think, I don't think he wanted to. Because like I imagine, like, you know, I, like, I was talking to Dante yesterday about... Like how his diet probably changed now. For example, let's imagine like he's having breakfast in the morning today, and people are like, "Oh, honey, you should take it easy with the butter. Don't, 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 do not. Uh, maybe, oh, yeah. maybe cut it off for a little bit. Don't put too many cubes of sugar in your tea. Maybe one would do it, wouldn't it, honey?" Can you and imagine? I, I think that they probably were going to be controlling his diet. He probably had a great time. He's like, "My mom's never going to die. I'm just going to eat whatever I want." And now. They probably force him to drink green juice and start doing Pilates every morning, like Haley Bieber. I tell you, Emmy. <laughs> I tell you who I'm sure is not allowed to eat at a food truck is King Charles. They can't take that risk. You know, you don't want him getting sick um, or anything. What's that stuff? Not cholera. That's that's from a uh, mosquito. What's the one that everyone gets? Salmonella. Salmonella. He. he I, I'm pretty sure he lived well. He looked like he lived well, and now people are like, oh, you gotta eat really healthy. You gotta last whatever. Or maybe he's doing the approach like, you know what? I'm going to live my best life and I have William here. Here, He's going to take it over okay. Yeah, he's like, you're going to pry these scepters from my cold dead hands. Ew. <laughs> there he is with Camilla. They're dressed to the nines. Is the uh, Cruella de Vil look for King Charles today. Yeah, he does look like Cruella de Vil. How I, many Dalmatians do you think die for that? I got to say something. I'm not a monarchist because I'm an American, but William and Kate slayed. <laughs> look at those looks. I don't they like- really do look good. I mean, that crown is says, I rule you. You are my subjects and I am in charge of you for till the, till your deaths, till your pathetic deaths. But like it's very it, like it is the definition of regal. And it's very dignified. I do this love look. it. I don't think I love the cape per se, but I do love the crown. I love her outfit. Her makeup looks perfection. Her children are so interesting and funny. The little girl, she's like a little princess, like very behaved. The little one. I love when he was like uh, the Vogue Italy made a post on Instagram. You guys check out Vogue Italy on Instagram. And he's like waving to the people like, like that, but he's not going to be the king. People think in the comments in Italian, people are saying that he's going to be the new Prince Harry. And I kind of have a feeling that he will. <laughs> he will yeah. be the sparrow. Spare. The spare. <laughs> sparrow would be nice. He's just the spare. Uh, William, you know, that's a great look on William, too. Honestly, this outfit. But like, imagine wearing, putting that on and having like nowhere to go. He looks you know amazing. I mean? Like you can't, you can only put that on for something like this. I'm pretty sure a rapper on VMA is gonna kind of wear something like that and be like, "Yo, that's Gucci, man." She, <laughs> Kate, yeah, Kate <laughs> looks about as British as it gets. Like that is a British face. No wonder they picked her to be the future queen. That is as British as it gets right there. William picked her. They went to college together. Oh, I'm sure he focus grouped it within the the walls of Buckingham Palace. He probably said, 
father, do you think this is the right queen for me? You know, but look at that crown. This is Alexander McQueen, by the way. I tell you what, he should have held on. He would have been proud. Okay, there she is again. These photos are perfectly taken too. Like these are all going to be shown in like 30 years when they were, uh, you know, yeah, it the looks king gorgeous. And queen. It looks very pretty. She killed it. Gotta say, there they are. Waited a long time for this. There's Camilla. I wonder how heavy that crown is. Pretty heavy. It looks pretty heavy. You're wearing a, a bookshelf on your head. Um, I think she's doing well. I think that she looks fantastic. There's Dame Katie of Parry. Why is she's she there? Because she's one of the only people for a long time. Nobody wanted to perform at the concert. And it was like the word. It was like Lionel Richie. Who? No offense to Lionel Richie, but you know he's great if he's oh, like her husband Orlando or Bloom sixth. is British, right? Her husband Orlando Bloom is British or something. Yeah, I think so. But like if Lionel Richie's like the fifth or sixth guy on the bill, you're like okay, cool. But if he's the centerpiece, then you start to go, oh, it's not very good. All the big British people like um, uh, the Spice Girls, Ed Sheeran, mm. so many people. Elton John said no. They, Sir Elton John said no. That's right. Maybe support of Megan. He should revoke the sirship. <laughs> the sirship. It's my first act. I'm taking away your sir. Show oh up next God. time. There's Jill Biden. And there's an Jill article. Jill looks great. Jill looks great. I love how Jill looks. Is she wearing Ruffle Loren, American brand? Jill wanted to invite uh, the loser of the King Coronation, too. She said, why don't we invite both? Let's invite Andrew and King Charles to get coronated. That's a joke. If You, you had to be following the uh, women's basketball thing from a, a month ago. But anyways, there is an article I saw real quick about how Sending Jill Biden upended like a century's worth of coronation precedent, according to a historian. Mm. President Biden continued a long American tradition by skipping the coronation of King Charles. Let me, let me do this. Me Why the American tradition deal. is the, the, the president not going? Um, because deep down, we hate the monarchy and we fought for this and we don't want to be a part of this pomp and circumstance. But honestly, I don't know, because the Britain has been our ally for so long. The last time there was a coronation, of course, was in the 50s when Queen Elizabeth was uh, coronated. Cor Is it really coronated or am I getting this wrong? Because coronated sounds, no offense, like urinated. And I don't think that that's befitting of uh, a king. Crowned. Crowned. Okay, crowned. Set his uh, Italian-American girlfriend. Yeah. Beyonce. So... Queen Elizabeth was crowned, and uh, I don't think Eisenhower went. No, he didn't go. He definitely didn't go. But we were allies. We were strong allies by then. You know, we just came through the war together. So I think it would be okay. It's, it's 2023. I mean, come on. Revolution uh, was 250 years ago. I think maybe it's just probably a act of uh, of historic historic importance to keep yeah. it that way. And I think the British people they love traditions. I think they probably would be like, "Hey, Biden, your wife can come, uh, your granddaughter can come, but please don't come because of the tradition, right? You would love to." I'm pretty sure he would be bored too. Like I, I think I imagine my dad trying to go to the to the crown to the coronation or crowned. Uh, moment of the, the of the king, I think my dad will fall asleep, and it will be so embarrassing on camera. A president, imagine, imagine that he's trying to get reelected, and he falls asleep, 
in the middle of the thing because it sounds it looks pretty boring to me. And I'm pretty sure time zone difference. I know. And- Imagine going to church for four hours. I'm gonna come is what Trump would have said. But you know what? If Biden had agreed to show up, it would have had to have been with the caveat that King Charles must then in turn show up to his inauguration in 2025 if Biden wins. Like, you can't just be like, oh, sure, we'll come to your thing. You got to come to our thing, too. You got to sit up there with the ex-presidents and uh, smile and enjoy our inauguration. I'm sure that he doesn't want to do that. So, okay, real. let me just read through this. Um, President Biden continued a long American tradition by skipping the coronation of King Charles III, but by choosing Jill Biden as his stand-in, he broke sharply with more than a century of precedent. An expert told The Post, In the 247 years since America declared its independence from the crown, no U.S. president has attended the coronation of a British monarch. That's true. I mean, look, we don't support it. We fought against it. That's why we don't we can't pretend like, oh, this is a good thing for decades. That was mainly a question of practicality. Revolutionary revolution era enmity against Britain had faded by 1821 when George IV succeeded his father, George III. But a long ocean journey was impossible for a commander-in-chief at the time. Not until 1918 did Woodrow Wilson become the first president to venture across the Atlantic during his term. The advent of steamships in the early 20th century quickly became a precedent to send an official delegation to coronations. Okay. So since King George became king in 1911, presidents have dispatched carefully chosen delegations to these coronations. Um why was this so bad in contrast biden has named no formal delegation at all jill is merely attending the coronation as a guest the first lady has announced no agenda this is not a snub but joe biden clearly hasn't made it a high priority as past presidents have done is she simply here to pay her respects and engage in a bit of tourism we'll have to see okay so now it sounds like the british are being kind of weird about it I thought it was the Americans who were being a little weird, like, no, we're not coming. But now they're saying, like, oh, you're, this isn't important enough. The guy sending his wife, the first lady, not some unknown, you know, mostly nameless, faceless delegation of diplomats to the thing. I actually think this is more important. And, yeah, she's not coming with an agenda. Maybe she just wants to let the guy have his day. Right? I I don't know. I think that uh, there are other important things going on in the U.S. government right now with the re-election. I think there is other matters. Uh, um, and sometimes the president cannot attend. And plus, it's tradition. It's tradition. Yeah, Let's no. keep the tradition as is. She looked fantastic wearing Ralph Lauren, and so does her granddaughter. I saw them entering. She looks like a beautiful Britney Spears, like in the future. Uh, Jill Biden, I think she's a very good-looking lady. I think she, she got she 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 keeps together. She looks gorgeous, um, and uh, yeah, I think that's fine. Whatever. Yeah. I think I think that you know, what do you think of those looks? Or of those people? I remember them entering. Talking about Doctor Jill Medicine Woman, or you're talking about uh, Macron, President of France, and his wife. The President of um, France and his wife. The this, teacher. She's a teacher. She was a teacher. She was like. This is, you know, you always read those stories about how a teacher is sleeping with her students and it's always like some some woman who's sleeping with uh, kids. Yeah. Uh, it's the silent epidemic of America. Uh-huh. They don't really talk about She's it. She's his but teacher? She was his teacher in college. And this is like 
that scenario, but worked out completely perfectly. Like this is way better than Billy I mean, Fulao and the other woman. Who was the woman in the '90s? You all know who it is. The big story. This is the most perfect way it could play out. You seduce your student. He doesn't report you. You don't go to jail. And then you wind up the first lady of France. And that means you can like smoke cigarettes and drink and no one cares as the first lady. It's an amazing story. I think it's because it's in college. She she's the guy. When you go to college, you're older. Uh, There is a gap, but it's not like he's a child, you know? No, I know. But it's still like in this country, they would frown upon that. Um, This is the king with that priest what is the lady with that what is this lady with the blue clothes like i don't understand her role there you know these are all official people they don't put a description here in the ap but i wish there was like we're looking for a a broadcast where they're describing all the all the the how to say trudeau the leader of canada canada i was listening to some interview with tucker carlson on the full send podcast he says that it's pronounced canada Right. Oh, that's not Trudeau. This is Trudeau. Canada. It's Canada. I'm here. Get your vaccine. Uh, There she is. Dante, are you in love with Princess Kate? I'm really not into Princess Kate. I'm just saying it's really the look. It's that crown and the outfit. I would never. The the jacket looks like a clown outfit. I like the hat. I know, but it only works on this day. Like Exactly. If someone like this showed up to a restaurant, you'd think, what the fuck? Can you hear Take a, put a sport coat on. But for this day, you gotta, it works. You got to wear a cape. Mm. Who's that? Is this the coronation? I don't know. It doesn't look say. at those hats. They look super elaborate. It's a lot of people that no one knows, knows showed up to. Here's oh, who is that? Dude, is this suit crump, frumpled? Crumpled? Get an ironing board out. What are you doing? Dante, you're the only man I ever met that iron your <laughs> own that. clothes. Well, of course. What am I supposed to hire somebody to do it? No, you just go, you know, smashed. He, I mean, come on. Look at that. I don't know. They, they want to show how bald they are. Like, they both, the shots no. are Harry and William is always above their head. If I was a dude and I'm getting bald, I'll be so pissed to see, like, the pictures that they're taking just the back of my head. I'm like, can you wait for me to look at you? Like, that, that sounds very, looks very unflattering. Yeah, no, he's going to have to stop going by Harry soon and change it to Harold or whatever it really is. There's that girl and that woman and that person. That person. It looks pretty. It looks nice. Yeah, there's some great, great stuff. Great stuff. Okay, so that's who was there. There were some also some weird moments. Uh, King Charles got mad, complained to his people. They had a lip reader. What is he and mad he about? He was complaining, and I think rightly so, about everyone being late and how they couldn't be on time. Apparently, William and Kate showed up late. William and Kate plus late. Uh, I'm. He says, I'm worried about time. I mean, it's been longer this time, and well, um, I mean, look, I know. Another lip reader told Sky News that the king said, we can never be on time. Yes, I'm. This is a negative. There's always something. Meanwhile, look at the puppy and the, the span. <laughs> I know. Is he, is he complaining to the puppy? I don't know. Ah, um, look at that. Aww. <laughs> it's ridiculous. When you really look at, I mean, what is it? This is like a toy set. 
It's kind of crazy <laughs> that they seriously roll around in something like that in the year 2023. Oh, look at him. But he's right, though. They sh You can't show up late to the coronation. Like, you got to be on time. Yeah, Kate, William, you look great, but, like, start 15 to 20 minutes earlier. Start getting ready earlier so you can get there on time. It's his day. He's been waiting 75 years for this, and you show up late for the love of God. He is right. He should strip them of some something. Uh, some people believe that the Grim Reaper showed up in um, coronation in the background. Yeah. Who is the Grim Reaper? What is Grim that? Reaper? The guy, death. You know, death who shows up to claim your soul when you when you pass on. I don't know if you can see this full screen. Can you see this full screen? No, show me, show me on that. No, people are looking. It looks like a Twitter. It just looks like a Twitter. Okay. Yeah. Oh no, it was showing. It was wait. No, exit. no, 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 it doesn't work. Okay. Um, we're we're doing this to make sure you guys can see everything. All right. How about now? It's gonna walk right in the background. See that? <laughs> it's just someone holding the, the stick. Well, did anyone? Stop. Did anyone die? It's not the Reaper. It's just someone doing the ceremony. Did anybody die during the ceremony or after? Dante, are you cursing the king? king no, Charles? no, no. Listen, death was already there. I didn't. I didn't send him. Oh my god! Like, who is closely paying attention to things to say that? Like, what kind of people are watching this? Conspiracy Twitter. That's who's oh watching. my god! I, you know, I don't even use Twitter. It's just such a waste of time. Okay, this guy, Anthony of Westgate. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony of Westgate, who are you? Do you have something better to do with your life? He doesn't even have a check mark. All right, hidden in plain sight moment. A dark hooded figure was spotted during the king's coronation ceremony. The British monarch has a long time connection to Scottish Freemasonry. Um, so it's either a Freemason thing or the Grim Reaper from hell to claim a body i think it's just a guy walking around i mean look did you see how everyone else was dressed yesterday everyone looked like that they all had cloaks and they were carrying scepters and shit i think it's kind of like a catholic uh ceremony there is like a lot of uh you know christian ceremonies for different kinds of uh events they have people wearing those kind of big long capes and those kind of stick things of like sometimes candle or something uh, uh or uh some kind of like uh traditional uh sword so it could be just someone from security trying to go to a different area or some part of the ceremony or remember there's the things that they handle to charles like that he has to hold the, yeah. the different yeah. maybe someone just bringing that over you know had to wear gloves and the clothes and the, the whole thing well okay so as the tweet thread continues ephraim christopheru these names, what are you talking about? These names of these uh, people on Twitter. Enfrain Christopher. Yeah. It it's sounds a, like Middle East, I think. No, I think it's just trying to like give yourself a, an important sounding name. He says Scottish Freemasons dress this way, and Anthony of Westgate says the rectified Scottish rite of Masons uses a black hooded robe in some ceremonies. Their headquarters happens to be in Mark Mason's Hall opposite St. James Palace, where Charles was affirmed as monarch last year so yeah it could be a freemasonry thing but let me say this about freemasonry it's a load of horse shit in this modern era now maybe in the past 
when knowledge really was sacred, when you couldn't just Google everything or chat GPT your way into literally anything you need to know. Yeah, the Masons probably had some hidden knowledge, but nowadays you can find it in one of those four dummies books. You can find it on Google. You can find it on social media. You can find all the knowledge. I remember I was in a little old bookstore one time in Franklin, Tennessee, and they had a big thick book about like the teachings of the Masons. And I was reading through it and it's all like, you know, it's about masonry and mathematics. It's all stuff that you can just figure out anywhere. And then you go to a Masonic temple and you look at their sacred artifacts. and It's like the cheapest looking, tacky, weird old guys who may or may not have families or wives get together and like do their rituals and try to exchange. Not it's like it's not the Freemasonry that we all grew up thinking was running the world. Not to say that secret societies of people don't get together and know each other like uh, you know fraternities on steroids. I'm just saying that this whole Freemasonry thing is not. It's in, this isn't the late '90s where like the Freemasons are running everything. I, I think it's kind of a joke at this point. Thank you. <laughs> All right, so that was there. Um, what else? What else? Oh, you want to see King Charles getting mad at a pen? He seems to get angry a lot. Oh, that's an old one. He's like, I can't every that's stinking old time. One. No, that's a that's a that's an old one. That's it's, old, yeah. I remember. Uh, this bloody thing. Hold on, let's just watch it anyway. Since we're celebrating the guy. Trying to write. Let me say something. No, let me say something. He reminds me. He reminds me like when you're watching those uh, royal old movies where the royal is like super entitled and things don't happen his way or something happens that's like out of control. And they're like, oh, I'm not going to go anymore to, to, to open a hospital in town because this pencil is not working. I cannot do it anymore, darling. And it's all super entitled. So not relatable. I mean. Chill. It's just a pen that's not working. What do you want to do? Want people to be testing the pen, 20 pens before you come in? What if the pen starts stops working because you touch the pen with your cold hands? So please, like this is such an overreaction because of the pens. You sound like spoiled and entitled and whatever. I'm so angry I could eat a child. Oh God, like chill. I could turn back into my lizard form. No. I mean, like it sounds so you know what, spoiled. Like it's I like weird. it. I like it because he's refusing to modernize. Like, you know, Trudeau would be like, hmm. Oops, I'm having some trouble with this pen. But he's just uh -uh. sitting there like bloody hell. You know, he's he's a he's a, a little bit of a relic. Of an asshole. He's a little bit of a relic, but yeah, he's like a classic monarch. He's gonna get pissed. And you know what? He's he's progressive in that he's not having someone decapitated as a result of the pen not working. So give oh it, my give god, yeah, he's like, let's let's execute it to this Executions, who can we execute? Oh, Christ. Oh, 
God damn it, Harry. You're a spare. We bred you for your organs. God damn it. Can't bear your bloody wife. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Let's keep it moving. Um, what else about the coronation? I was wearing my Swatch uh, uh, Queen hello. watch that was so cute from Swatch that actually has the Queen on it and the little Corgi, and it's from Swatch, which is kind of those plastic watches from Europe, from, Swiss, from Switzerland, and uh, it's super cute. I was wearing it, and I was, like, celebrating. It was special. Yeah. Um. Anyways, I do have an Apple Watch, but it's fun to wear, like, Real watches sometimes. It feels vintage. All right. Now, he also had the big coronation concert, which I guess was today. I guess they had to split it up into two days. What? Royal Cella? It's King <laughs> Weekend. Yeah, it was Royal Cella. Royal Cella. There's some of the names that were there. Yes. Andrea Bocelli, who oh, we're going to be seeing on Wednesday. We're going to meet him. He's going to come for dinner in our house. And then we're going to go to his concert. Well, I've, I've interviewed Bocelli before in Beverly Hills. Uh, it's interesting. Mm, you know, nice guy. I mean, he talks. <laughs> he'll, he'll give you a little bit of a soundbite. He doesn't speak English super well, but he always has um, a woman with him by his side. And, you know, he's very good natured about the whole thing. Oh, this is talk to, to America. You know, always a pleasure to come to a postal in America porque, because uh, I like that Americans are so welcoming. They. They put the warm towels in my lap when I'm eating the pasta. The pasta. I, I like that you're actually an Italian from Italy and you're putting on a horrible fake Italian accent to do Bocelli. Because like I don't talk. Nobody, nobody has you're Long it. Island now. I don't talk like that. When I'm mad. You think I, Bocelli talks like this? I do think he talks like this. What do you think he's going to talk about? You know what I mean? Hey, listen here, pal. Get out of my way. I can't see you. All right. I got to get to the Hollywood Bowl. I got to get to King Charles Coronation to sing, pal. We're going to get some good Italian food tonight. We're going to love the he Italian goes, food. Some goes, good calamari. He goes to Il Pastaia. I love Il Pastaia. We went there a couple days ago, a few days yeah. ago. So, it was so good. We love the – they have a good, like, seafood pasta there. But, I mean, if you order anything else, it's, okay. it's super well, – Honestly, I don't want to give them any press. They they know, they never give us anything for free, so screw them. Uh, That's true. Even the water. It's interesting, you know, as a TMZ guy – how you have interactions former. With, with former TMZ guy. Um, you have interactions with, with people and you're surprised like Andrea Bocelli, Stevie Wonder, two blind guys, always cool. They don't care there. You would think if anyone has an excuse to be like, ah, I don't want to talk to a camera guy, but no, they all, they're always down. So I love that. He probably thought that you were important, but he can't see it. Yeah. <laughs> <You can> <laughs> Exactly. All right. Andrea Bocelli. Uh, yeah, we're going to see him at the bowl on Wednesday. We're going to see. I love Bocelli. Like, I love it. I'm so sad that Pavarotti is dead, but we have Bocelli still. Well, I mean, it's, it's, if, you, if you looked at him, you knew that was coming. Steve Winwood, Nicole Scherzinger, and British group Take That jumping on stage. So, I mean, again, it's not a great lineup. Bocelli, sure. Steve Winwood, yeah, if you're from a certain era. Nicole Scherzinger, no thanks. And British group, take that. I don't know any of those who people. Who are big in Britain, but they are not big here. I'll tell who you. Who are those people? I don't know who they are. It's supposedly featuring pre-recorded -pre sketches with big names, too, like Tom Cruise, Bear Grylls, 
and Joan Collins. All right. Tom Cruise. Why Tom Cruise would be featured there? He loves to be featured in any sort of weird ritualistic thing. You know, he's a Scientologist. So, what does a Scientologist have to do with the British monarch? Oh, he just loves to feel important. He wants to be like, yes, I'm Tom oh, Cruise. Yeah. I'm oh, big yeah. enough to be with British monarchy. Oh, yeah. You know, like the Scientology, they have like those very cool events where he has to wear medals and stuff. They all look like royals. Mm -hmm. I think I think he probably think in his mind that he's the royal for humanity. By oh. the way, I started getting like Scientology commercials on my YouTube. Like I was like right before showering, I was like getting ready. I was watching YouTube on my phone. And I don't know where I started getting Scientology like commercials oh, yeah. I, gave them, wanna, I gave them your information That's they, they, it's super weird like it's just like if you haven't heard what Scientology is from us then you haven't heard anything and it was pretty convincing I was just like you know what alright listen I gotta <laughs> we gotta put an ad blocker up I don't need you coming home telling me we gotta get our e-meter read I'm gonna read your e-meter I don't need an audit audit uh, the only audit I need to do is about my taxes right <laughs> real quick this is just always a fun video to watch <laughs> And uh, I went, you know, she, they said, so, like, have you met an SP? <laughs> <laughs> I looked at them, you know, and I thought, oh, what a beautiful thing, because maybe one day it'll be like that. You know what I'm saying? Maybe one day it will be that. Wow, SPs, like, they'll just read about those in the history books, you know? <laughs> Thing is, I just go through that tech and it's area. <laughs> it's like, man, you're either in or you're out. <laughs> that's how I really, that's how I feel. <laughs> nothing hard to wait for me. <laughs> it's just. <laughs> Stop getting Scientology pop-ups. That is that is like pure. That is throwing holy water on my algorithm by doing that. <laughs> I just picture that's how he greets King Charles when he walks in. <laughs> You're the king. Oh my God! Can you? Can, can you? <laughs> Can you find the Family Guy version of it in YouTube? No. Please no, no, do no, it. No, it's so okay. funny. It's the, right. fam the Family Guy is It'll so take funny. Too long. It would take too long. Sorry, guys. Google Family Guy Tom Cruise. It's the best. <laughs> All right. Back to the concert. Uh, Rod, Rod Stewart is there. Oh, no, no, that's from the Queen. Oh, he didn't get Rod Stewart. The Queen's Jubilee killed this concert, it sounds like. Katy Perry, big name, but, you know, whatever. Rod Stewart. You know, one time I got, like, a free concert on the street from Rod Stewart. Uh, again, this was at TMZ. It was around thanksgiving i go to him he's coming out of yves saint laurent on rodeo drive i say rod you know so many great christmas songs that we're hearing right now but there's no thanksgiving songs do you know any thanksgiving songs and then he just goes right into some obscure british song he starts going hold the chicken by the legs hold the chicken but it was rod stewart i mean look i don't have to go see him live now you got a free concert i don't know who that man is <laughs> he's good he sings uh God, what does he say? i text you maggie may i text you i text you all right i'll, I'll check it out in a minute i don't know 
we'll get we'll get to that. Oh, this was funny. Everyone's saying that King Charles III uh, has sausage fingers, and he put those on the Bible when he swore his oath. He does look like he has some inflammation in his fingers. Like I don't know if it's if he's healthy. He might have gout. Does King Charles have gout from eating too much rich is. food? Or are those just his bangers, you know, bangers and mash, the famous British dish? I think it's just overweight. Viewers can't get enough of the king's infamous sausage fingers. His digits <gasps> so rude. have been roasted online. They're roasting that sausage since he took the throne in <laughs> September following the death of his mother, Queen Klaus Elizabeth Hela. II. Some royal fans even made a celebratory snack to commemorate the sausage fingers. The sausage fingers sandwich both slightly sliced Cherry tomato cufflinks and even a cheese signet ring. Bratwurst. Wow. Wunderbar. I I mean they're making fun of it, but that is that can't be a, a sign of health. I mean he's probably overweight and probably like holding. Maybe he's wearing something super tight and is holding up the 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 blood flow in his hand. It looks like he's wearing human skin gloves. You know what I mean? Like he just like had some fake gloves because like, look at my hands. Maybe he doesn't have real hands. Maybe he's just have uh, plastic hands. Maybe he's, he's like a Terminator. Like he's just going to rip his forearm off and say, listen to me very carefully. I mean, I don't know. It's kind of rude to say that. Like, you know, it's well, like, a long ceremony. I didn't say these are his fans. It says royal fans were excited to see King Charles infamous sausage. Royal. Fans. The first time I heard the word fans and royal together. Sausage fingers was even the seventh most searched term on Google at one point. That's kind of rude. He's been bullied into hiding his fingers for photos. A doctor recently gave insight into the potential cause Artritis. of the swings. Artritis. Swollen fingers. Let me read the article. <laughs> no one else can see the article. Well, I mean, they can see it, but they can't read it. Okay. Often, puffy fingers are a symptom of water retention, which can be caused by numerous health conditions. The condition arises due to inflammation and can be a result of arthritis. Multiple bacteria infections or even TB. Oh, man. He's taking this monarchy thing back into the past. TB. Tuberculosis. Like, what is this? Uh, the days of colonizing? Hello. The official name for sausage fingers is dactylitis. So I understand why they're going with sausage fingers. It's uh, weirdly more palatable than dactylitis. I think dactylitis was in Jurassic World, wasn't it? The dactylitis. <laughs> All right. Maybe it's his fingers that made the pen not work. So anyways... That's King Charles. He's there. He's going to be there for a while. If you need him, send him an email. And um, that's it. Anything else you'd like to say about the coronation or the king or the monarchy? Um, I did not watch the entire ceremony. I watched clips of it. Um, I I thought it was interesting. The 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 the, the you know. I don't want to say what I have to say about it, actually. I can't say it. it's not cool. Uh, I have nothing else to say. Next. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. Uh, here's Megan, by the way. She, as we all know, Harry was forced to only spend 28 hours in the UK. He had to go there and he had to leave immediately and get back home, or Megan was going to be really mad. And he had it's to be his son's birthday, isn't it? Uh, daughter? Yeah, yeah. Listen, his son's birthday. 
at like three years old, you could tell him it's the next day and let the guy spend a night with his father when he's getting crowned. Supposedly, King Charles was dismayed and unhappy by this and gave a toast to little Archie, but I don't know if I believe that. However, I don't think it was fair to make uh, Harry have to leave. And he's going to claim, no, 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 I wanted to leave. I can't stand to be around these racists. But I think deep down, he wants to, I mean, it's the party of a lifetime. It's the coronation. I don't, a, I don't think they can actually have fun in that party. I don't think you can have fun in a coronation well, of your no, dad. No, no. Not the church there, part, but like da- the after party. His daddy, his dad is not like my dad or your dad or cool guy. He's, he's Prince Charles or King Charles. It's not going to be a party like we think it, it is. It's going to be boring and it's going to be like, you know, rituals and stuff. He probably just want to go home. He's got take that performing at his coronation. Of course, the it's going to be a crazy party. That, the fact that he wrote a book, spoke very badly about his dad in public in his wow. documentaries or interviews with BBC recently after he released the book Spare. Um, I think the fact that his dad accepted him to come was a big step. I don't think that the relationship is warm again. And it will take a while to repair. Once it's repaired, I'm pretty sure he's going to be showing up more often. But is it repairable? Is it the relationship between, you know, Harry and Prince Ch- King Charles? It's going to depend. Uh, repairable. It depends on Meghan at this point. Because I think Harry has proven his point. He's left. He's made a little bit of his own money. So he's not so dependent on the royal teat. And he would like to come back. He probably wanted to reconcile before the coronation so he could be there for the whole thing and be like, welcome back with open arms by the public. But Megan is holding firm. She's not going to let him. She's against the family. And I don't know that she'll ever let him, which is a problem because we read an article a couple weeks ago about how Hollywood is kind of cooling on uh, Hagen or whatever the name. Do they have a nickname yet? No, is they don't Hagen? have it. Mary, that doesn't work. Megan and Harry, that's how they call Megan and Harry. Markle, Win, Warkle, Windsor, Marks and Markle. Markle. Anyways, about know. how Hollywood is kind of cooling on these two because they don't have any proximity to the monarchy anymore. And, you know, they put out their book, they put out their doc. They're not creative powerhouses. They're not going to start developing. They're not Shonda Rhimes. They're not going to start developing great shows for TV, great scripted stuff. Uh, what are they going to do? They need to trade on the currency of being close to the monarchy like Prince Andrew. Make a career out of that. And Harry wants to come back, I think. I don't think she like, won't let him. I don't think that he wants to come back necessarily because the fact that you know, the things that he put in his book and the way he spoke about his dad pub- publicly doesn't look like that he wants to come back. But regarding Meghan Marco, I don't think she's really cares about family. The fact that I was actually watching a 60-minute interview with the Marcos, actually. Um, I don't know. It's like an Australian 60 Minutes. Um, and uh, they interviewed the Marcos. It's like, I don't know. They joke around. I think they say keeping up with the Marcos or talking to the Marcos or whatever. And it seems like even though her dad had multiple health issues, it's been four years that she hasn't that hasn't contacted her own dad. They show a lot of it's kind of sad, like show a lot of videos yeah, of her having no. a good time with his her dad and whatever. You know, that's your father. Like you would not exist. He's not a kill a serial killer. He's not a weirdo. He's you know he did some weird stuff about selling the picture, or whatever. But that's your family. 
that's you know, I know I know it's embarrassing. She probably is embarrassed about her family, but I think like the fact that she doesn't wanna have anything to do with her dad and her career uh basically was it was created because of her dad building sets or working in movie sets and kind of helped her in Hollywood. And, and, and the fact that she's just like, oh, no, no, goodbye to my family. They, they, she say things like, um, I lost my father. That's one of the things that in her dad is like, she didn't, she sounds like I'm dead. I'm right here. But in her mind, she kill, kill her, her father and she doesn't want to have anything to do okay, with her. So, with him. so if she's so, willing to treat her, her father that family, way, imagine then, the Royals. Yes. Th there's no way she's going to be like, oh, okay, Harry, well, we can take your family back. She won't even take her own family back. She even though she kind of asked Charles to King Charles to walk her down the aisle, which was a very nice gesture of him to do. I think that if it was my dad, my if my dad was King Charles, my dad would be like, "No, honey, you gotta ask your father to do that because it's tradition." My dad will not walk the, down the aisle the person because the, the oh I I my father saw the picture to the paparazzi of him picking up a suit like this is so petty. And the fact that you you have to do that to your own, own family, I'm sure you can do that towards. I'm sure you think like, oh, Harry can cut off his family forever, just because you do it and you're cold doesn't mean that he has to do it too. Yeah, she's sitting there like, he's coming back like, you know, it was kind of nice to be back with everybody, and maybe things are cooling. And she's sitting there like, absolutely not, Harry, absolutely not. You, we are not going back there. You are not rejoining the monarchy. Do you remember what they did to me? Here she is hiking yesterday. Uh, I want to go hiking. Today. All right. Well, let's go to Montecito and we'll, we'll join May. Actually, we're going to go to Montecito soon. We're going to go to a little trip in the wine country. Right. Um, anyway, here's some images from the thing. Even Prince Andrew was allowed to wear his formal garter robes for the coronation. Even after that Epstein situation. That's right. By the way, he has already booked his vacation on Epstein Island when it reopens as a luxury five-star resort. Check I the heard. previous video that we made about it. That's right. Uh, here's William talking about his dad. I love you. Oh, here's Tom Cruise. Everything he does now is in the sky. Can you please play it? I've never seen that. Uh, I, no, it's just it's just him being a Top Gun. He, everything he does is in the sky now. What does that he have to does, do with that with the with the with the movie with the with the coronation? Well, he made a video. He wasn't there. Can we watch the video? I want to see the video of Tom Cruise. Like, what's the? Uh, this is it. Him going, pilot to pilot, Your Majesty, you can be my wingman anytime. Okay. Sponsor. But he does like Top Gun ads in there. He does Mission Impossible stunts in the sky. He stands on top of the Burj Khalifa. He's crazy. He loves to be high at a high altitude. It was a video of him or was he there video. live? Video. I don't know if he was there live. I wish I could see the video. Like that's that just that video or there yeah, was more? Yeah, yeah. That, that's that's the crux of it. That's the main part. Okay. I found the family guy thing and text to you. All right. We'll check it soon. But I, I, I want to move off of King Charles' coronation. We've been on it for a long time. I can't talk about it anymore. I'm getting sucked into the monarchy. I'll be a monarchist before I know it. Uh, Elizabeth Holmes. You remember Elizabeth Holmes? Uh, the girl that has a uh, the, the Steve Jobs vibes. Girl talks like this. Oh, she's the one that kind of have the blood testing thing. That was a fake thing. Yeah, the nine billion dollar fraud, and now she's going to go to jail for eleven years. Didn't she just had a baby, and it's kind of unfair to do that to her? Well, I mean, unfair to the baby, but she committed a nine billion dollar fraud. 
I mean, didn't she can she not pay off from her pocket or something? You're right. Let's let the white collar criminals off the hook. All of them. I mean, she didn't kill anyone. Open up the white collar prisons. You know, all those protesters in New York have it wrong. They should be protesting Elizabeth Holmes's impending prison sentence, not the death of Jordan Neely. Who? Get your priorities straight. The homeless guy who was choked out. The Michael the Jackson guy. Yeah. Oh, it's so sad. Yeah. Elizabeth Holmes is uh, rehabilitating her image with the help of the New York Times. And her, she wants you to forget about Elizabeth and start calling her Liz. Oh, it's more likable. Yeah. Hi, Liz. I, I, they don't I'm have, not Elizabeth. I'm Liz. They don't have a video, so I don't know. Liz if is still, a bliss. Is she still doing the voice or is she? Liz uh, is a bliss. Hey, yeah, just please start calling me Liz instead of Elizabeth. It'd be really good. That's what I want to be. Okay, in case you're wondering, Ms. Holmes speaks in a soft, slightly low, but totally unremarkable voice. No hint of the throaty contralto she used while running her defunct <laughs> what? blood testing startup, Theranos. So now she probably talks like this. Hi, it's Liz. She used to sound like Alec Baldwin, though. She sounds like, okay, yeah, exactly. relatable. Yes, uh, it tests your blood, and all it does is take your blood with a small sample. Did she stop it's taking? Did she start taking testosterone? Yes, she is transitioning to Liz. <laughs> but so predictably, everyone's coming out like, "What the hell? Why is the New York Times helping her rehabilitate her image like this?" Why New York Times? Brianna, Why? Brianna Wu says, "I have read this three times, and I don't think this is a puff piece. It's a piece about Amy Chozik. That's the reporter falling under the Elizabeth Holmes spell." getting a wake-up call from her editor and sources and outright telling the reader she's suspicious. So, like, she was uh, fooled. She was hypnotized by Elizabeth Holmes. They still went ahead and published the article, though. Like, the New York Times bought into it, too, clearly. Vinay Prasad says, wow, the reporter might have asked her directly how she feels having given so many actual people false blood test results. Instead, a puff piece. So... How many followers does he have? Like, I see that people are all blue checked and they'll have like know. 300 followers. Listen, I have 186 followers and I have a blue check. So we can't, I think this blue check thing is unfair now. I want I want a golden check to the golden people in blue for the blueies. I don't know. It's like she's going to jail for 11 years. Why do this now? Like who wait till you come out and claim that you've changed? Like you haven't actually done your time you haven't been you haven't paid the price yet I think you haven't she's earned the to right to reduce her sentence by saying that she changed and you haven't earned the right to be liz yet you got to go through the sentence and come out the other side and be like i'm liz now i'm a tough butch lesbian who got into uh tough prison fights when i was locked up and now i'm liz no, I think that the, the, she's doing this to reduce her sentence for sure. That's this is a play. This is a a, a calculated move. She probably hired publicists, and she's like, "Look, look, I gotta change my image." She's like, "Elizabeth, let's start changing your name. Call yourself Liz." Okay. I, I bet that voice comes back in prison. She's gonna walk in there like, "Okay, listen up, everybody. I'm running this cell block now." I'm going to be collecting your peas now and tried to run the lab downstairs by the kitchen. Anybody who disagrees is getting a beat down. I'm joining the Aryan Nation. So, wow. This is just, you know, all the talk on Twitter. 
Wow. This girl, here's a little quote. I realized that I was essentially writing a story about two different people. There was Elizabeth, celebrated in the media as a rock star inventor whose brilliance dazzled illustrious rich men and whose criminal trial captivated the world. Then there is Liz, the mom of two, who for the past year has been volunteering for a rape crisis hotline, who can't stomach R-rated movies, and who rushed after me one afternoon with a paper towel to wipe a mix of sand and her dog slobber off my shoe. Yeah, I mean, this is all image rehabilitation stuff. Like, clearly. Clearly. She's trying to fix it. I don't know if she's trying to set herself up to be the next Michael Milken where she's going to get out of jail and just kind of resume. They're going to say Michael Jordan. <laughs> yeah. Michael Jackson impersonator. She's just going to get out of jail and resume, you know, working with the uh, the elite making tons of money but i think she looks, like she, she looks she looks like she's gonna start goop 2.0 maybe she'll start she'll start the list the Liz bliss brand and then we're gonna buy candles online made with our dna of our ancestors liz home right right Liz Holmes wants you to forget about that. She was found guilty of perpetrating an enormous fraud and falsifying test results of real patients to get VC money for a product that could never work. She looks like Gwyneth Paltrow now. And she's still living in like a $5 million house in San Diego. So, you know. She doesn't want to lose the house instead of uh, doing that. She's ready to do jail time. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm not like vindictive. I don't want her to like suffer, suffer necessarily. It's just, I, I have the same reaction everyone else does. Like, the New York Times, it's it's kind of like when the Washington Post, when Abu Bakr al-Baghdadi got killed, the leader of ISIS, and the Washington Post leads with the headline, austere religious scholar killed in, you know, fighting. Not leader of terrorist organization ISIS, Abu Bakr al-Baghdadi, austere religious scholar Abu Bakr al-Baghdadi wants to be known as Abe now. Anyways. That's Liz Holmes. Read the article if you got a New York Times subscription. Richard Dreyfus. You remember Richard Dreyfus from Jaws. He doesn't look that like that now, but you've seen Jaws. Remember the the nerdy the scientist? Um, I haven't seen that movie since like a million years ago. I he don't comes remember. in and he goes, It's a carcaridon carcarius. It's a great white. What happened? There he is. Remember? I don't remember. I haven't seen that movie in forever. No. All right. Well, anyways, he is coming out, Oscar-winning actor, youngest Oscar winner in history, I believe, at least for a while, coming out against the Oscars' new diversity rules. <gasps> He's condemning the inclusivity changes that will be implemented for next year's Oscars, saying the new standards make me vomit. This is an art form. It's also a form of commerce and it makes money, but it's an art. And no one should be telling me as an artist that I have to give in to the latest, most current idea of what morality is. I like Richard Drivers, by the way. He's, uh, you know, very good in Jaws and uh, surprisingly very, very enjoyable in The Goodbye Girl, which he won an Oscar for. Um, I see where he's coming from. He's a guy who's been in Hollywood for 50 years, you know, and he's sitting there. You can't claim that Hollywood was necessarily a meritocracy ever because so much of it was casting couch or who do you know or, you know, who's who you're related to. What can you offer the director or the writer? How much money can you bring into it? You know, it's never just been about pure talent. Otherwise, we wouldn't be sitting here. But 
at the same time, you know, you do maybe have to make a few changes. You gotta, you gotta put some rules and regulations in, in place just not to tip the balance totally. You don't want to tip all the, the, the pendulum swing all the way to where it's like only inclusivity, only diversity. That's all that's going to be hired. That's all that's going to be green. Fair, right? Fairness. It's just, in some instances, there are people, especially in Hollywood, who let their personal prejudices and biases influence their decision making when or it casting. comes to casting or hiring writers or hiring, you know, whoever, producers. So, you know, you, you need a little bit of regulation. I'm not necessarily like a, a straight libertarian in that way, where I just think like no liber no regulation. People will regulate themselves. Like, no, you need someone to step in with a little bit of rules. It's interesting because I, I remember when I used to watch a lot of the Hollywood Reporter, I would see a lot of actresses that said that their role originally was written for a male character. And then like, uh, I don't know, I think it was Natalie Portman. I think Viola Davis kind of had an experience like that. And they convinced the director that they wanted to audition for the male role. They originally go for the female role. And then they're like, let's, let's try to see if I can, can I read for this? Let's try to change this. And you know, they were like, Oh, I never thought this character is as a female, but I will change it because I really like how you, how you kind of performed. And I think that because a lot of the roles in Hollywood are for white male, uh, uh um, how you say like lead, like, um, uh, main character main, main, character. main characters yeah. the main character is that uh and kind of having that perspective of like you know i know you don't look like what i wrote when i imagined this role but let, let take me in a journey with you and sometimes like you can be surprised you know like oh my god you know like this asian guy did such a great job for this character i really would like to cast him for this is you know and you can let let the artist take you on a journey don't discriminate based on on on, on what is you, you think or you thought originally uh, for the role. Let let the artist, the, the one that with the with the most talent, get the role. And I think that that should be for you know women inclusion, people of color inclusion. And I think that it's it's what people want. I don't think it it's, has anything bad about it. I think it's just let people work. Well, here's a quote that maybe he shouldn't have said. Uh, he he was um, nothing to say about this. I agree, but you were kind of just agreeing with what I was saying. I know, but I want to say a close like when I, you're ta when I'm talking. Let's have a, a conversation here. Yeah, okay, all right. Uh, he he says he's talking about Lawrence Olivier in Othello, uh, a Moorish military commander, which he played in blackface. And he says, Olivier did it in 1965, and he did it in blackface. And he played a black man brilliantly, Dreyfus said. Am I being told that I will never have a chance to play a black man? No, you is, won't. Is someone else being told that if they're not Jewish, they shouldn't play the Merchant of Venice? Are we crazy? Do we not know that art is art? This is so patronizing. It's so thoughtless and treating people like children. Uh, yes. I think he should take his being... bill and shut up. No, I mean, you know, look, his son, Ben Dreyfus, is on Twitter, and he seems kind of like a smart, uh, hip guy. He should maybe pull him aside and be like, Dad, you're you're wading into Liam Neeson territory, you know, with these black face. Am I being told I can never play a black man comments? Like, just for your own safety, 
I get what he's saying about art and it's just about the truth and let me play whoever, you know, everyone can play that's everyone. That's not where is that coming but from. You can't, that's not where that's coming from. You can't say, am I never going to get to play a black man? That was not, that the, the way that you said before, it's not about the art. It's not about you create different interpretations of, of a, a human. It's, um, it could be anything. That's bullshit. It's basically him. Uh, it doesn't come from that place. He's using that as an excuse to be a uh, 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 moralist or, or a racist. Well, that no, sounds no, no, super no, no, no. racist. I think, I mean, but no, no, it does sound racist and people will definitely interpret it. If we know anything about the landscape today, it's that people will interpret it in the absolute worst way possible. Um, but he's saying earlier, you know, what are we he, he's saying that uh, we shouldn't be giving in to what the latest morality is, uh, that these standards are legislating people's feelings. What are we, we what are we risking? Are we really risking hurting people's feelings? You can't legislate that. And you have to let life be life. And I'm sorry, I don't think that there is a minority or a majority in this country that has to be catered to like that so he's saying let's not legislate this let's just let it happen which is an old school way of thinking about it and not completely wrong i'm sure this thanksgiving is gonna be very lonely no he'll be okay he's just but but you know he, people are gonna be like we don't want to uncle what's his name again richard we don't want to uncle richard it's gonna be too much for us to handle this year fortunately i don't think anyone's gonna like get too hyped up about it because they're just gonna be like who who said that? But, and by the way, again, I like Richard Dreyfus. Good actor. I don't know who that is, and he sounds racist. Exactly. Well, you know. Anyways, let's keep it moving. A uh, few more things we want to talk about. Who's that? That's Joe Biden looking like a vampire. Oh, wow. He looks like uh, Jack Nicholson. Hey. I'm impressed how his eyebrow can arch like that. It's pretty impressive. All right. Is there anything else? Oh, yeah. I just wanted to talk about this story real quick. So um, a hotel manager at a Hilton in uh, Nashville, Tennessee, was arrested because he snuck into a guest's room at 5 a.m. and started sucking on the guest's toes. The guest woke up. To this guy sucking on his toes. And of course, the guy looks like this. You expect it. I feel kind of who's bad. The guy? Who's the guy? No, this is the hotel manager who snuck in. This is the but toe who's sucker. Who's the toes guy? I don't know if he's been named. I don't know if he wants to be named. But like, this is the guy. And yeah, you expect that it's going to be a guy that looks like this. I feel kind of bad for him, though, because, you know, look at him. He looks uh, kind of a sad sap. He's sitting there guy checks into the hotel and he's like oh my god this guy's hot and then he thinks all night he's thinking about what he's gonna do and then he finally decides to make a room key an extra room key and sneak up there which by the way 5 a.m that's leaving it a little late like what if this guy's an early riser what if the guy's like already up and getting ready to go to the gym or something How 5 a.m you better do that shit at like 2 a.m this guy told him, well, does it, did the guy woke up and saw him sucking his toes? I want to suck your toes. He'll like it. He'll like it if I go in there and suck his toes. I think if that guy yes. did that to my dad, my dad would kill him in, the, in there and it would be a murder. Well, I hope not because your dad doesn't need to go to jail because this guy had a weird fetish. But How would you do if he's sucking in your toes? I would wake up. I'd be like, what the fuck? 
fuck? Do you kick him in the face like a like a Leonidas? Say this is Sparta. No. And kick him to the pit. I'd be like, can you get out? I want a free breakfast after yeah. this. After this, I want my stay to be free, and I want a free breakfast tickets, and I also want a gift card to go to the fanciest restaurant in town because this was an inconvenience for my trip. And the fact that you just suck my toes like that, it's disgusting. The funny thing is the way people in the service industry are treating us nowadays, he'd probably be like, no, absolutely not. We're not going to give this to you. No. Oh my God. Talking about service industry guys. What's up with like everybody in the service industry recently, you go to places and you want to like more bread for your, I don't know, carpaccio, whatever you're eating. Oh, it's five fifty more, or they give you they give you like more less bread than you're supposed yeah. to to finish, or crackers to finish whatever appetizer. Anything that you want is extra. Things are disappearing from the menu. People have a bad attitude. Honestly, people don't want to work. I'm surprised that the toe sucking didn't show up as an extra charge on this guy's hotel bill. But look so, at his, like, what is wrong? What, what hotel is that? A Hilton? The Hilton in downtown Nashville. It was not a Marriott. And he sits there and he goes, oh, my God, look at how hot this guy was. I'll suck his toes. He'll like that. Peter Brennan's visit to a Nashville Hilton hotel. He looks like a serial killer. A couple months ago came with one of these unexpected wake-up calls. The Texas man. Oh, you did it to a guy from Texas was in town for a conference for work and woke up in the early morning hours of March 30th to find an employee of the hotel sucking on his toes. Good thing you stopped him when he was just at the toes. Were you wearing a cowboy hat? Yeah, that employee, according to Brennan, was 52-year-old David Neal, the hotel's night manager. He'd apparently gained access to the room by creating his own copy of the key card. What amount of work you got to do to do that? Like, what is wrong with you? Instantly, I jumped up and was screaming, went went into sort of a fact-finding mode. Who are you? Why are you in my room? What are you doing here? Explained Brennan. I could see he was wearing a uniform. He had his name tag on. Dude, did you put any thought into this? Maybe he thought. Or was this just a crime of passion? Maybe he was just like thinking, like, if I suck his toe, he's going to let me suck his dick. That's what I'm saying. He's probably thought, oh, he'll like it. He had a conversation in his head. He oh, had a million scenarios in his head. He was having to, he was like, I'm going to get that cowboy. I'm going to yeah. teach him a lesson. He's probably sitting there at 3.30 in the morning. Say like sit, someone sit, in Tennessee was Sitting say. at the desk like, oh, that man is my man. Like yeah, yeah. He would like, you know what? If I just go in there and I just start sucking on his toes, maybe he'll, he'll like get turned on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's a good idea. Yeah, I can do this. I can do this. I'll do this. I'm going to call my mama and ask her what she thinks of he that strategy. He was talking to me, but not giving me any substantive answers. I'm so sorry. I don't know. I can't. I don't know. I don't know. You were sucking my toes. The hotel security guard didn't offer Brendan much help. Of course. He probably came up there like, man, well, what do you want me to do about it? <laughs> It's kind of like when you go to a place and something bad happened to you. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Dante. Dante has a story where we're parking and yeah. there's like a hot leg guy. I told the story on this show. You but yeah. like, like, I parked on a public street. The public street. Oh and the God. guy stops me and says, you got to listen to this. Listen, you white privileged motherfucker. You can't park up there. I said, white privilege? It's not, it's a public street. What it are you talking public. about? Yeah, it was not a valet it area. blocking it's my way. He was blocking his way, and he's got mad. And he, said, and he was, like, threatening Dante and screaming in the street. 
We go there. We tell the manager. The manager's like, oh, yo, man, we cannot do anything, man. Like, yeah. Okay. You know like, those people, they're he's not. Like, oh, thanks for telling me. Now it'll help me get rid of the guy. It's another thing to help me get rid of the guy. He's like, probably still working there. Yeah, if we I'll, drive there right now by sunset to see if they're. Let's go drive there today. How about getting rid of them there. right now? Instead Fire of, him. Instead of building your case. That's like, a lie. Maybe that's uh, maybe that's his buddy. I don't know. The guy. I would have so anyway, I, a toe I, Is he not? <laughs> is he no longer uh, sucking on your toes? Is he still sucking on your toes? Did you call police on okay, him? Okay, well. Uh, Bye. Um, the police. He called the Metro Police. They launched an investigation into the matter, and a warrant was issued for Neil's arrest. Neil was arrested on Friday on an aggravated burglary warrant. Aggravated burglary. That's it. What is that? What is aggravated burglary? What does that mean? Came in like, I'm burglarizing you. Uh, Is this the hotel manager's first toe sucking incident? Wow. The attorney for the guy says we found multiple crimes, felonies, prison time, court decisions. Brennan is suing Neil and Hilton Hotels over the incident. What a lucky son of a bitch. Background check. Background checks are important. You're the guy he chooses. And now you because he has all these uh, prior incidents, you get to sue the Hilton and probably make a lot of money. Holy shit. How come this guy is a hotel manager? Like they don't know. I mean, makes me wonder, like, do they people people run good background checks like like, what is going he, on? He hopes to change company policies around access to guests' rooms. I mean, yeah, I don't know that this was a company policy that the guy can just come in at 5 a.m. and suck your toes. But Neil, who was in Brendan's room the day before the incident to help out with a TV issue, says he entered the room at around 5 a.m. because he smelled smoke. Of course, they investigated. They found that no one smelled smoke. There was no smoke smelling anywhere. Uh, and... You're so dumb. I mean, obviously. Okay, so that makes sense. This is where he first saw the guy. He saw him the day before to help out with a TV issue. He got all horny. He went back downstairs. He was thinking about him for like an entire day. And then he finally thought, you know, in the in the heat in the, in the middle of the night, he decided probably, okay, I, I am gonna go in there and I'm gonna suck his toes and see what it leads to. And maybe it leads to something good. And if not, I'll just say I smelled smoke. I smelled smoke in your under your sheets. You know, sucking um, his toes. I I wonder, like, I wonder, I wonder if like hotel managers have like little cameras in the in the rooms. I saw like a, a YouTube like back in the day. You know when you go in on YouTube and you start watching videos about hotel creepy things happening to people. I think we watch a hotel horror movie. What's the name of that horror movie that the people are sitting behind? There's like a, a mirror and people can see what you're doing. There's like a horror movie that oh, we watched a while ago. I don't, I don't remember. There but. was a movie. But anyways, after watching that movie, I, I kind of forgot about it. And I was on the internet just kind of looking for hotels to travel with Dante to Italy. And somehow I ended watching a video about weird things in hotels in America. Some hotels, they'll put little cameras in the shower. So when you shower, you don't even see it. It's coming through the water and there's like a camera filming you showering. Yeah, I mean, that's, or there's more, cameras everywhere. that's more like little motels and stuff. But no, no, that, that happens in big in hotels that are well known in places that like touristic places. So you see people having sex. You see people like in the bedroom getting changed. Like, what can you actually see? And do you think that that hotel manager install cameras around the rooms or give, or for example, maybe he has certain no, rooms, uh, no. certain rooms that, that he has cameras nah. installed. And he's like, Oh, 
I'm gonna give you that. I don't that, think that, so. that the government said the bedroom 37, bedroom 37. You go to bedroom 37, and he got turned on, and he went and suck his toe. No, I don't think that would be too much for the for the Hilton. They probably like inspect those things. It's a major chain. Not background checks. Like, um, why would you hire this guy to be a manager? I honestly, he mean, doesn't look, look like a hotel manager to me. Can I help you? He looks like the IT guy that you like hide in the back with the servers. All right. Now, here's a fun fact about this Hilton where he did this. It's in downtown Nashville. And this is the Hilton where Little Richard used to live. You know, Little Richard, the 1950s singer, Tootie Fruity. With the hair. Anyways, Little Richard, he lived at the top of this Hilton. Now, maybe this guy used to do it to Little Richard. Maybe he learned from Little Richard, sneak into my room and suck my toes. You know, who knows? But. Richard, of course, died a couple of years ago. And here's a little fun trip down memory lane. When I was in Nashville working for TMZ, I one time caught Geraldo Rivera on Broadway. And we had a conversation which led us to the parking lot in the Hilton where little Richard was sitting there waiting in a car. Let's see. In Nashville, he gets to his hotel, and all of a sudden, he's right in front of the hotel, and we hear this voice say, hey, what are you doing, buddy? What are you doing, big guy? Hey, what's up? And this guy in the front of an SUV is Little Richard. <gasps> Wait a minute. How do you bury that? You want to, like, go back and reshoot it? Yeah, I want to rewind. You want to rewind. Little Richard pops up. Dante's leaving in the past. No, it's just like a fun little it's a I didn't see this mentioned in any of the write ups of the story of the Nashville hotel manager sucking toes. Little Richard used to live there and maybe he trained this guy. The end of this video pulls Geraldo in for a private one on one with Geraldo. Come here and suck my toes. So anyways, it was just like, you know, a little fun, little piece of history, little information that uh, you might not have had. Um. Anyways, I don't know. It's a weird story. It's a horrible plan that this guy had. And, uh, you know, I feel bad for him only because he looks like this. And he just looks like, "Mm." oh, no. Damn it, David. You did it again. Mm." Okay. Is there anything else to talk about? I send you a video of the Tom Cruise and Family Guy. All right. What is it? Evie. Is Evie. Is it opening? Let me see. Can you can you airdrop it to me? I already opened. No, no, airdrop it to my computer because I clicked to open it and it's not working. We'll try again. It is the same link. It's YouTube. Open. See when you click the little dots. Yeah. Click the little dots. The little dots. Hold on. Fortunately, it doesn't. So I got to put it in um, the other thing in order to. One second. One second, everybody. Sorry, sorry. Here we go. The video of Tom Cruise talking. Here we go. To Stewie. Is this thing playing? No. Am I crazy? 
Wrong. My bad. My bad. Wrong thing. Wrong thing. Still got the wrong thing. What are you doing here? Oh, I get all my clothes from out-of-the-way toddler stores. Ooh, uh, you want an animal cracker? Sure. You got a lion in there? Oh, no. I eat those first. I believe eating the lions gives me power. Yeah, I hear you believe in a lot of crazy stuff. What'd you get there? Giraffe? Yeah. Good, good. It's good for eyesight. Well, you're certainly upbeat. Let me ask you, doesn't it bother you being an adult man who's that short? Because the doctor says that's where I'm headed. Oh, no way, man. The middle of the word short is or. Or gives you a choice, and I choose not to be short. Wow, you need a road map for that one. Hey, hey, I tell you what. You spend the day with me. You'll see how great it is to be short. You'll feel like you're discovering a new world. Nice. All right. Well. That was funny. Very good. Very good. Guys, the full episode is so funny. Absolutely. The thing is, like, the funny part is, like, the Tom Cruise chooses to believe things, and then he makes his own destiny. Yeah, well, he does. I mean, look, it's it's worked out for him. Got to give him that. Got to give him that. Okay, so I think we've covered everything. Let me just double check. We've covered all the big stories. Apologies to oh Peter Thiel. We didn't talk about Peter Thiel freezing his body. Oh, you want to talk about it? I need to use the restroom. Do you want to pause this? All uh, right, we're gonna we're gonna do a quick pause. Let me just play a video and we'll be right back. What a stupid son of a bitch. You're a damn liar, man. No one fucking Yeah, you're a damn liar. Get your work straight, Jack. Bullshit. Nuclear fucking warheads. Ah. <laughs> this son of a bitch. Sleeping son of a bitch. He's a jackass. Badass. Lower shit. Fuck that. Stop doing this shit. I'm asshole. I'm gonna talk, I'm talk to you if you shut up and let me talk. Sexual intercourse. Sexual relations. Fuck. We've had some sex. Animal makes them uncomfortable wearing shoes. Shit, it makes him appear like a goddamn. But it is the most faggot goddamn thing you'll ever imagine. The crotch down where your nuts hang. An inch from the where the zipper ends back to my bunghole. That silly bastard. That silly bastard. He's a silly bastard. Well, this is obviously a fuck up. That's okay. I take responsibility. I take responsibility. I take responsibility. I take responsibility for every unchecked moment, for every time it was easier to ignore than to call it out for what it was. Every not so funny joke, every unfair stereotype, every blatant injustice, no matter how big or small, every time I remained silent, every time I explained away police brutality. All right, we're back. And we're back. Okay. Let me um what are we going to talk about? Peter Thiel. Peter Thiel. Peter Thiel. Uh, where the hell is my screen? Okay. There we go. Peter Thiel. Peter. Peter Thiel. I don't know who that is. You don't know Peter Thiel? Founded PayPal along with Elon Musk. 
No, he's, he's not like the most big, popular CEO. He's big in um, politics now. He likes to pick. His, he, he was a Trump guy. Now he's a DeSantis guy, or maybe he's freezing his body until he finds a better candidate. He is joining the likes of Walt Disney, supposedly Ted Williams, the greatest hitter of all time in baseball, and uh, countless other you know, unknown people that we don't know of who are freezing their bodies, hoping, hoping to come back in the future. Uh, earlier this week, Teal admitted to journalist Barry Weiss on her podcast that he's paid to have his body cryonically frozen when he dies in hopes he can be revived if and when future generations figure out a solution for whatever causes his future death. He's not that old either. I think he's about 60 maybe. Um, however, he added this caveat. I think of it more as an ideological statement before adding that he doesn't necessarily expect it to work. Still, he thinks it's the sort of thing we're supposed to try to do. Yes, it's the tech world. They love this idea of immortality. They want to build an AI god. It's an ideological statement. What does that mean? That I refuse to die? Uh, my ideology is on uh, no way, death. I'm going to show you. Like, what is he talking about? I love when Dante criticizes the tech world, thinking that he's attacking me. I, it's not attacking you. You're not at the top of the heap like these guys are. These guys are so far beyond like what normal people are interested in. Like Larry Page, we heard Elon Musk when he was on Tucker Carlson talking about Larry Page, the founder of Google, saying that he want calling Elon a specious because he was concerned about the effects of AI on uh, on humanity and how Larry Page is 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 all like hot to trot about building an AI god. You can't just stop at a good assistant at something that makes our lives easier. You have to create a god that can overtake us. Yeah, they, I don't he, agree with that. I think he wants to do minority report thing where like huge data sets will kind of give uh, insights about where is the next step of like, like what are you going to do? Like based in your habits, based in the things that you're searching, based in the things you're purchasing, you can prevent crime. Imagine, like, for example, that guy that killed his wife in Florida. Uh, and and uh, imagine, like, if by purchase, by going to, like, a, I don't know, a store that he got the materials or a gun shop or buying knives and things that he Googled because they, they found him guilty because he was Googling about how to, I don't know, yeah. get rid of a body. Like, so I think that the, the future is more the super intelligence God. It's not necessarily that's a God that's going to rule us. But it's kind of an intelligence where you're going to get insights to know if someone is being a creep. That's not what Larry Page is going for. He doesn't want predictive crime technology. He wants an AI that is smarter and more powerful than the smartest, most powerful human being. For what reason? I don't know. He thinks it's going to treat him well. Did he ever see Ex Machina? Maybe he wants to fire everybody. That's what kind of tech is doing. Everybody's at 10,000 here, 10,000 there. Everybody's getting fired. By the way, that's Peter Thiel right there. He's the guy who also was at it the big... It looks like he's played golf. He was at the big uh, Bitcoin conference. And, you know, apparently he had all these holdings in crypto, but then he sold and he got everyone hyped up about it. But then he sold his holdings, of course, before the crypto market fell out from under the rest of us he got a little bit of a tip before you think yeah or these guys have so much money they can just 
play them. They, they can move the markets. No, but how does he know? How does he know that's going to fall? I, because crypto, a lot of it is just a gigantic Ponzi scheme, you know, way to make money, way for Russian oligarchs to hide their dirty money. And then They're the war starts money. in Ukraine and all of a sudden the crypto market crashes. Don't think we don't know what's going on here. Conspiracy theory vibes. Yeah. Um, anyways, that's Peter Thiel. He and Elon founded PayPal, as I said. He's really into anti-aging. Really? He's one of those guys. He, he's one of those guys who I believe, I don't know if he's done this or he's talked about doing this, but like he takes the blood of young people and like, feeds it into his own body that sounds i'm not even weird. trying to sound crazy it's it's something to that effect let me see if i can find that in this article he has an anti-aging oh no there's another guy anti-aging protocol yeah they're they're all and by the way i don't blame them like if you're a multi-billionaire or even just a billionaire of course you want to live forever like it doesn't get better than that but again, like I said before, you freeze yourself and then you really think people are just going to give you your money back in the future. Who knows what the future is going to be like? What if they're like, yeah, you, your, your fortune, we took it. Yeah, no. I mean, sure, you can be alive and you can work for us, but we're not going to give you back $50 billion. You think you're putting it in a compound interest account? You're going to wake up in 200 years and you're going to be a zillionaire? I don't think so, Peter. So that's Peter Thiel. Uh, again, as I said earlier, if anybody is a monarchy expert, can you answer the question of whether King Charles is allowed to freeze his dead body and come back and resume the throne in 200 years? I would like to know the answer to that. Uh, we thank King Charles. He was cor crowned, not coronated, but crowned yesterday. And um, there he is. And that's it. I think we covered everything today, right, babe? Almost everything. What is it? There is the Met Gala. Oh no, we can't do that today. I'm just honestly, I'm I'm talked out, and the Met I'm Gala hungry. is a week old already. Yeah, I've just thought it was interesting that Pierce Morgan remarks about the Met Gala. I thought it was pretty funny. Uh, I don't think there's anything else new going on right now. Um, it's the Lakers season. You think the Lakers are gonna win? I don't even want to say because I I don't want to jinx it. So I hope the Lakers win. It'll be so such a good thing for Los Angeles. The city deserves it. Yeah. Um, and uh, can we please start getting warmer weather? God, please. Please God. Super intelligence, God from Google. Please AI God. Please AI God, make it warmer. We're sick and tired of having to wear jackets during sunny days. It's a sin in Los Angeles. That's right. All right, everybody. Well, listen, uh, thank you for joining us. We'll be back probably tomorrow, and we'll keep this uh, fun content train rolling all week on the Dante Greco Show. As always, have a good life. We will see you soon. Much love. Thank you. Love. All right, Dante. So Much love. Again, thank you to my brother. Tell him your name again. Dante Greco. Two words. Made in America. <laughs> Dante, you're doing great. That's good. I want you to leave my good friend Ringo alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my pal, Hal. Have a good day.